प्रतिष्ठा रामकृष्णाते नम सुस्वागत श्री रामकृष्णांच सार्वजनिक मंदिर प्रतिष्ठापना दिन आणि वार्षिक महोत्सवाचा आज हा आपला तिसरा दिवस आजची ही पवित्र संध्याकाळ ह्या संध्याकाळी आपण सगळे या सभागृहात जमलो आहोत पूज्यपाद स्वामी वीरभद्रानंदजी महाराज यांचं प्रवचन ऐकण्याकरता प्रवचनाचा आजचा विषय आहे गॉड ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद स्वामीजी आपले विचार इंग्रजीतनं मांडतील मी आता स्वामीजींना विनंती करतो की त्यांनी त्यांच्या प्रवचनाला सुरुवात करावी धन्यवाद खिमनाम रौदशी सखे त्वयी सर्वशक्ती आमंत्रयस्व भगवन भगदं स्वरूपं त्रैलोक्यमेतदखिलं तव पादमूले आत्मैव हि प्रभवते न जडः कदाचित वाय डू यू वीप माय फ्रेंड All the strength you want is already within you. Call forth the divinity within and the world shall be at your feet. Atman alone abides, never the matter. Om. Today is the fourth day. I share my warm feelings. and also the pleasantness which i feel for having come to pune on this wonderful occasion taking some time to think and meditate on the message of these three great personalities we saw from our point of view that sadhana has been the central theme the message of bhagwan sri ramakrishna's life Yesterday we came upon that sweetest thing of human life expressed through mother's life in the form of unending ceaseless love for human beings and when that love comes pouring forth from the heart of a man who has understood the reality behind himself and behind the universe the resultant effect will be the outpouring of love in the form of service and that service is a message of swami vivekananda's life and swami has placed this service to man as service to god in front of us and as a token of offering i think this year's souvenir has been titled isha seva many of you have might have heard about mulla nasruddin mulla nasruddin was a uncommon man with uncommon common sense wit and humor he was a leader in the society where he was living this mulla had a donkey with him and that donkey used to perform number of duties for him especially mulla had a laundry and this donkey used to carry the washed clothes After a few years mulla felt perhaps this donkey has become old and it's high time that we should sell this donkey and get a new one 
So one day he decided that he will go to the shandy, the market where all animals are brought and sold and left on auction. So the donkey was brought to the auction field and Mullah sold the donkey for 75 rupees. Taking that 75 rupees, Mullah went to the nearby tea stall and was having some vada pav and chai. As he was taking the tea, suddenly heard the auction calling donkey 125 rupees. Mullah was very much surprised. Which is the donkey selling for 125 rupees? I would like to purchase that donkey. And before he could finish the third sip of the tea, the rate rose and the man auctioned donkey 220 rupees, keeping the half glass of tea. Mullah ran and he told immediately 250 rupees and the bid was clinched. And Mullah found that 225 rupees donkey was his own donkey. Such is a way of life we find that in the market of life, we also sell ourselves for low prices. Caught between the experiences of Sukha Dukha, trials and tribulations, joys and sorrows, birth and death, success and losses, man sells himself for a lower rate and after some time he finds he will have to pay a higher price to get back and get hold of his own self. And Kabir Das says very beautifully, Ye sansar haat baniye ki sab jag saude aaye chatur maal choguna ki na murak mool gawayo. How beautifully he says, Having come into this world of market, hundreds of things are asking our rates. What rate are you going to give for yourself? Buffeted by the loss of nature, Suffering joys and sorrows, propelled by ambitions, achieving achievements and sometimes suffering failures. Man thinks, I am weak, I am poor, I am ignorant and goes on giving values to him and ultimately he finds that he has lost the Mooladhana. Yet in spite of all this, man very fondly holds on to his sense life, as if that is the real of all realities. And Swamiji puts it very beautifully in his Jnana Yoga, where he says, Great is the tenacity with which man clings on to the senses, as if they are the real of all realities. But within a moment, the whole thing vanishes. And gone are they with the wind. Hopes of lifetime, built up little by little with the energies of a great mind, vanish in a moment and gone are they. Is death the real of all realities to which we are so fondly clinging on? Even to a man who does not have a moment to enquire the credentials of his own sense pleasure, death comes and he also is compelled to ask, is death the reality of the whole life? Is death the end of all this life? Standing on the brink of a precipice beyond which there is an infinite yawning chasm, Every mind, however hardened, is bound to recoil and ask, Is death the end of all things? The whole world may combine together to prevent us from broadening out beyond the present, yet so long as death remains, 
everyone and every nation will be bound to ask is death the end of all things saints die sinners die peasants die beggars die kings die death is the one goal towards which we all are traveling if this is so what is the way out for a common man he is man a puppet in the hands of nature is he a boat tossed on the crest of a wave one moment and next moment down thrown down on the yawning chasm below and in the despair and deep anguish man goes on weeping and wailing and cries to all sorts of gods and goddesses oh god please come and help me which of these gods have come to help you where had these gods and goddesses had gone when britishers came and butchered you when all the moguls came and slaughtered you where these gods and goddesses went these gods to whom we so fondly kneel down and worship they never guard us against any problems when death and sorrow agony and anguish are constantly staring at our face every moment which god comes to your help all these gods come to you when you are successful what is the use of worshiping all these gods when suffering is the end when death is the end of our life yet man very fondly holds on to all these things puts his hands on his own eyes and cries bitterly oh lord oh lord where will the help come in this desperation when the cry went to the throne of mercy then a voice responded there is a way beyond and behind all this darkness if you know that man who is beyond all this darkness and death one who is full of light you shall cross the ocean of misery and that one the one full of light one beyond the ocean of misery and death is your own real nature the atman the one infinite reservoir of immense energy and power man in his utter foolishness and ignorance thinks he is body and he is mind associating himself with all the experiences that are connected with the body and mind man goes on crying i am weak i am a sinner i am impure i die i am born remove your hand and behold the light immense energy of the atman will flood your whole fields of life and infinite success will mark the beginning of a new life but man thinks his body society nurtures this idea the field of education fondly furnishes this idea that man is body man is mind this body to which we are fondly holding is not our real self the body comes and the body goes it is born and it dies every moment our body is undergoing change but moment we think of ourselves we say we are this body i feel i am swami veerabhadrananda 5 feet 6 inches 80 kgs in weight and each one of us associate ourselves with the body and accordingly pictureize and give value to us not knowing our mooladhana in this market we pay price according to our own estimation associating ourselves with this body and mind this body constantly changes never it is permanent if you watch the photographs of your own self at the age of 5 15 25 50 and 85 none of these photographs seem similar and yet we say this is myself 
what is that which is behind the changing bodies but which is not the changing body yet constantly asserts that I am this, I am this. As we pass on our research, we find that this body is motivated and propelled by something which is superior and that force is called mind which is acting and making the mind body act and creating a feeling that we ourselves are the body. All of us are so fond of this body, is it not? How much time we spend in front of the mirror? Everyone wants to look beautiful. At least he wants to make others seem that he is beautiful. But reality behind is not known to him. Similarly, he is his dealings with his mind, the changing modes of mind, constantly varying like the passing clouds in front of the sky, man constantly associates with the changing moods, the changing vagaries of the mind and feels he is sorrowful, he is miserable, sometimes he is bored, sometimes he is frightened, sometimes he says, I am in a jubilant mood. If this mind is constantly changing, who is the one remaining unchanged behind the changing mind and creating a link behind all these moods? Films fall on a screen and constantly all the scenes on the film are changing, yet we feel there is a continuity. What is it that is creating the sense of continuity in the changing body and changing mind? You may be wondering what is the connection between this and God of Vivekananda? Swamiji says in his chapter on the real and apparent man, the body is not yourself, the mind is not yourself, thoughts are constantly passing in front of your mind, you remain without passing. If you are the body, after every year you would have died, but you don't die. The body is constantly changing, it's a changing phenomenon. So that is clear that we are not the body. So when the body is feverish, we are not feverish. When the body has got diabetes, we don't have diabetes. When the body is having blood pressure, we say, I am having blood pressure, is it not? See, look at the beauty. How this identification, a wrong identification is constantly acting in our life and because of that wrong identification, hundreds of gods and goddesses are invented in our life. This is one of the approach of Vedanta and while talking about this in America, Swamiji says, don't get frightened. Your gods and goddesses may be thrown overboard, the temples may be simply thrown away, all your fond philosophies, shastras, totras, everything may be thrown away. But then that is the most logical god which Vedanta places in front of man. The changing body and the changing mind. Who connects this? All this change which we see are always relative. No change, no movement can take place independently. If there is a train which is running, there must be the stationary platform and the stationary railway line. If the platform also moves along with the train, what will happen? So if it's one of our thoughts, if we also move away, what would have happened? 8 to 8.30, I was feeling frightened because tomorrow there is an examination. After 8.30, my uncle comes and meets. He says, here is the question paper which has been leaked out. The fear goes away. But I don't go away. 
I stay there. Immediately I feel a sense of confidence. Yes, the leaked out question paper has come. Now I shall prepare. Then the mood has changed. The thought in the form of fear has gone away. After half an hour, somebody comes, one of my friends, and he steals away the question paper. I become absolutely angry, mad with angry. I want to beat that boy. Now the fear which has moved away from the mind and the joy which I got after receiving the question paper also has moved away from the mind, but I have not moved away because I am not the thought, I am not the mind. Like the clouds passing away, but the sky remains, there is some entity, some force which is constantly staying and creating a link and because of which memory stays. If I also go on moving along with the thought, along with the changes of mind, I would not be there next moment to recognize that I am Veerabhadrananda. For a moment I was frightened, for a moment I was joyful, and next moment I became absolutely angry. So which of this is Veerabhadrananda? And at night when I go to sleep, the whole universe vanishes. My father, my mother, my status, my name, my glory, my fame, my property, everything vanishes. All the gods and goddesses also vanish. And yet early morning I come back as the same Veerabhadrananda. Suresh goes to sleep, but he never returns back as Mahesh. He comes back as Suresh. So there is something unchanging, eternal, which is undying. And that is your real nature, Swamiji says. The one which is unchanging, unborn, undying, without the shadow of death and disease, without misery, without happiness, that is the nature of your soul called Sachidananda, which is a reservoir of infinite knowledge, infinite bliss, infinite strength and infinite power. If that be so, what makes us in our life cringe and crawl behind all these goddesses and gods and make us constantly appeal to them for fulfilling our desires? Vedanta says, the one voice which propelled you into action, you heard that voice, that was right. But the direction you had given is absolutely wrong. The voice came from inside. It was your own nature, infinite existence, and therefore you want to stay forever. Immortality is your nature. And therefore we pray to God, Oh God, may I never die. And if possible, we take life insurance. But none of these insurances can give us assurance against death. We die. In spite of paying all our policies, we die. Somebody else enjoys. The voice we are hearing is constantly our own voice. But the direction we give is wrong. Swamiji gives a beautiful simile. He says, there was a man in the forest. He was sleeping inside the room and there was a knock on the door. He thought somebody is outside. He went and opened and found nobody. Again and again it happened. After some time he found that knock was not on the door. It was his own heartbeat. So the God within you is himself calling you again and again, but in our own ignorance, because of our own inability, we feel that the voice is coming from outside and we go on searching outside. Nabi Kamalume Hai Kasturi Jaise Miraga Fire Brahmakari. Kabirda says, Bina Sad Guru Nara Aise Hidunde Jaise Miraga Fire Banakari. So man is constantly wandering here and there like this deer, in whose Nabi. 
that great musk is there but this this deer is going on wandering here and there therefore we who want knowledge we create a saraswati go on putting all garlands flowers and all worships and we say oh devi give us knowledge give us knowledge give us knowledge all the knowledge is already inside you swami ji says where was the law of gravitation was it in the apple was it in earth it was in the brain of newton where was the theory of relativity did einstein ever bow down to saraswati and pray oh mother give me knowledge applied his own immense energy immense knowledge immense power and then the result was e equal to mc squared the man who wants energy he creates parashakti and he says oh mother give me shakti he who wants wealth creates lakshmi and he says mother give me wealth who ever told that money makes man it is man who makes money this being the state of things with what a pitiable nature that man is crawling like a worm on this earth seeing this condition of man swami ji wept and wept for this condition of man what a pathetic sight it is what a tragedy god himself is living and yet he is behaving like a worm it is because swami ji says you do not know your own real nature therefore teach yourselves teach everyone his real nature call upon the sleeping soul and see how it awakes purity will come power will come glory will come goodness will come all that is excellent shall come when that sleeping soul is awakened to self conscious activity what wonderful message god is sleeping inside yesterday we saw the god with immense energy tremendous potentialities and possibilities is always sleeping inside but we refuse to see the god inside and we want to see god outside because that is more comfortable and convenient moment we take the responsibility and remove the gods and goddesses from outside all the burden of self effort falls on our own shoulders and man wants comfort never the truth and krishna says sukham bandhat pramuchyate comfort binds truth liberates someone lady in the western countries asked swami you are constantly speaking something which is terrible and harsh tell us something comfortable Swamiji told madam truth will not give you comfort truth will liberate you on the contrary but who wants liberation caught like camels and dogs we want to chew the same bone and suck the blood of our own gums caught within the inextricable web of the nature on one side giving desire in the mind at the same time creating an adamantine wall beyond which the senses and the intellect and the mind cannot go man is in a tremendously desperate condition and therefore he falls at the feet of the gods and goddesses swami says which god came to help you uddhare atman atmanam natmanam avasadaye you are your own friend you are your own greatest enemy moment you say you are weak you are ignorant you are poor poor you become ignorant you become weak you become one may ask is there no weakness in life swami ji says yes but can weakness cure weakness can dirt wash dirt therefore the only remedy is to preach to mankind the glorious nature of his own soul infinite power infinite knowledge and infinite energy is lurking behind you yet you creep in front of all these gods and goddesses and go on praying oh lord help me help me have you ever found that in the greatest crisis of your life you are alone and in spite of all the gods and goddesses tsunamis and earthquakes of latur and gujarat come have we not found out that in spite of all the gods and goddesses our prayers death comes disease comes 
sorrow comes, misery comes, agony comes, pain comes. What then happens to all these gods and goddesses? Swamiji says, stand on the might of your own self. The whole universe pales into insignificance in front of the mighty nature of your own self. That is your real nature, the Atman, the one without a second. Which scientist has ever found out the infinite power lurking behind the mortal frame of yours? Like the infinite ocean behind the tidal and the small wave, irrespective of whether you are a Brahmana or a Shudra, rich or poor, educated or ignorant, there is infinite Atman assuring infinite possibilities and infinite success. Therefore, call upon the sleeping soul and see how it awakens. This Atman has to be preached to mankind, Swamiji says. Let man understand that there is no God in this world except his own self. In the beginning, man feels there is a God outside. He says, God is separate and I am separate. As he goes on worshipping the God, slowly he finds that I am part of God. And after some time, he says, I don't want any God. I am myself God. Tattvamasi. That though art already... But you only put your hand in front of the eyes and cry, it is darkness, it is darkness. Remove the hand and behold the splendorous nature of your own self. That wonderful Atman, constantly assuring infinite possibilities and infinite success. This Atman, which is your own nature, is beyond the name and form, unchangeable. This Atman is in all, interpenetrating the whole universe. This Atman is there, therefore the universe is there. Sun and the stars and the moon, they all shine because of your own Atman. Even in Bhakti Sahitya, it is accepted. One day Vishnu gave a darshan to Prahlada. Seeing the wonderful image of Prahlada, Vishnu, Prahlada asked, O oh Lord, why is that your Karana Kundala, it is not moving? Vishnu told, Hey Prahlada, tum hila hoge, to hilega. It is because of you, the whole universe is existing. Forgetting that God, we run after statues, temples, holy spots, pictures of God and everything. Man creates God. Swamiji says, God created man after his image and man created God after his own image. In Bombay, we used to see huge pictures drawn on the road, Hanuman, Shiva, Rama, and people will throw coins. The chalk piece, he will draw a beggar. Then I used to ask, first God created, then this beggar is creating God now. And all are going and worshipping that God. Look at the tragedy, the paradox of the human mind. God is inside and yet we are seeking God outside. And how much amount of money is poured in temples on the holy spots for purchasing holy books. I used to tell in India, gods are rich and men are poor. Really, if you go to Kanjipuram, Varadaraja Perumal, bedecked with all the diamonds and jewelries and outside you will find a man begging for his food. God is rich. And man is poor. And who is making that God rich? Men like us. Is it not? Therefore, Swamiji says, teach this truth to mankind that he is God, he is Atman, but the body and mind will rebel. He says, however the body rebels, however the mind rebels, in the uttermost darkness, in the deepest gloom, in the darkest despair, tell it once, twice, thrice, evermore, I am it, I am it, Shivokam, Shivokam, Shivokam. Many a days I have been without food, Starving, footsore, weary, I could scarcely walk. 
I used to sink under a tree. Life seemed to be ebbing away, but then the, my mind would revert to that idea that I am that, I am that. Arise, O Lord of Lords, God of Gods, regain your lost empire. Arise, walk and stop not. Today here I am lecturing. Swami Vivekananda says, Therefore, whenever there is darkness in your life, give this sledgehammer blow that I am that, I am that, Shivokam, Shivokam. Mountain high, though the difficulties may seem, they are but Maya. Dark and gloomy, though the situation may appear, they are but dream. Fear not, it is vanished. Crush it, it vanishes. Stamp upon it, it dies. You may pray to all the hundred thousands of gods, which Englishmen and everybody is inventing, but who will come to your help? You are your own help. Helpless you are born and helpless you die. Do not mind these failures in your life, my son. Make efforts again and again. These failures are like the oasis in the desert of your life. Assert the reality and everything adverse must vanish. Must is the word, Swamiji says. I am the Atman. Nature cannot crush me. Nature is my servant. You may feel again and again, but again onward you march. Push ahead again and again. Light will come slowly, but surely it comes. Repeat it again and again that Shivogam, Shivogam, Shivogam. I am that, I am that. Faint and imperceptible, though the voice may appear in the begin beginning, a time will come when you will gain strength and roar like a lion and tell, I am the Atman, the one without an infinite second. I have no death, I have no birth, no fear, no father, no mother, no misery, no gloom, nothing. I am ever free. The one without a second, the unchanging reality. And he who sees this one in the many, the unchanging reality in the changing universe, to him belongs peace and eternal liberation, eternal joy. This knowledge has to be preached to mankind, Swamiji says. This Atman has to be taught to mankind that there is no great God in this world other than the Atman. Man is the greatest God that ever existed. Man is the greatest God that will ever exist. This Atman has to be first heard of, then thought upon and then meditated. Let this knowledge of the Atman resonate in your mind 24 hours. Let it enter into your brain, into your bones, into your veins and tickle in every drop of your blood. And from them, that will come knowledge, infinite energy and power. This is the advent of immortality, the end of all. Swamiji says, he who sees his own self, the Atman in everybody, what happens to him? Yes to Sarvani Bhutani. Can you ever hate another man when you find your own Atman is pervading that man also? The same self is spread everywhere. That is opening of the fountain of love, Swami says. When you see the same soul pervading the whole universe, the whole creation is God, but man is the Taj Mahal of creation. If you cannot find God in man, where can you find God? In the granite stone? There is a beautiful saying in Tamil, Nattakal Pesumo Nadan Ullirikail. It's a terrific phrase. Are Patar Bhatkarega Prabhuja Bhitarme Hai. Then another Siddha sings, The same granite stone I took broke into two pieces. One I made Vitoba and another I made the footstep on the entrance. Which is more holy, please tell. Vitoba is holy or that stone is holy? Both of them I have carved from the same granite. But man in his utter foolishness says that is Vitova and this is ste stepping stone. He steps here and he worships that. But the Lord is inside us. If we can ever understand this glorious nature of our own soul and find that the same God is there everywhere. And if you can understand and really catch it at the intellectual level, the first result and effect will be the release of immense love for mankind.
leaving that we seek god in temples in the books once swamiji asked how dare you confine the infinite god within the few pages of your book god is in your book never god is inside you the very mind which is uttering the mantra it is uttering the mantra because of the god inside is it not the very tongue which is singing glory of the god that sun, uh, tongue is singing because the god is inside my mind my heart behind my body yan manasana manute enahuhu manomatam tadeva brahmatvam vidhi na idam yadidam upasate not what you worship here the great mantras my tongue is uttering that utterance comes because of the god which is inside me once you catch sight of this atman which is inside and understand the infinite nature and that he himself is pervading the whole universe samaji says the result and result a result and effect of that heart is the release of unending love tato navijigupsade that man can never hit another man and when such a reaction comes what will be the nature of our life continuous service for mankind our worship will take the form of service because wherever we turn it is our own self our own atman the misery of the universe is my misery the sorrow of the universe is my sorrow their pain and anguish is my pain and anguish one day when swami ji was going for a morning walk suddenly he saw a old lady carrying a huge log of wood she fell down and she was injured on the rib the people who were walking with swami ji could not see that suddenly swami ji cried oh the pain oh the pain oh the pain the people who were walking with swami ji asked swami ji where is the pain what happened did you not see the old lady with a huge bundle of firewood falling down and injuring her rib yes that is the pain here look at the marvelous state of the human existence to what staggering heights the human life can be lifted and swami ji says 3000 years of duality has made whole india a confused lot give vedanta a new try when the nectar is flowing why do you make people drink ditch water let man hear of the glorious nature of his own self teach to them from the childhood that he is the atman he is the self and let him search this god inside man if you cannot worship that god in man where can you worship him moko kahan tu dunde bande mai to tere paas mein na mandir mein na masjid mein na kashi na kailash mein but what we do we want to build a temple for god in ayodhya is it not and all of us are dying and kabir das says are bande murakh mai to tere hi paas mein and that god which is inside me is everywhere and is wandering the whole world and what a pity what the irony of our existence you see god is wandering in front of us and forgetting that we create a new god every day new temples are coming new gods are created somebody created a god called katkateshwar it all what is this katkateshwar it all we have started a new typing institute so we have created a god so as we type kat 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 he becomes katkateshwar so hundreds of gods and goddesses are created when living vibrating dynamic god is sitting in front of us can you not behold the lord in them tvam stri tvam bhuman tvam kumara utava kumari tvam dando jirnena vanchasi tvam jato bhavati vishvato mukaha in the young man and the young girl in the old man tottering the old age on his sticks the word there this may be a tough job swami says why not start it now itself why do you bother about the dvaita and other things so far we have given a try for dvaita let us start this advaitic vedanta now 
currently there is a fear wave of fear in the country let this message of advaita vedanta spread that man himself is the atman the god and that god is everywhere the one without a second infinite formless god and if this is not a logical god which god will be logical and in one of the most refined sentiments which a human heart can express swami ji says bahu rupe samukhe tomar what a marvelous expression bahu rupe samukhe tomar साड़ी खोता है मुझे ईश्वर अरे मूरख कितने रूपों में तुम्हारे सामने मैं घूमता फिरता चल रहा हूं इसे छोड़कर भगवान को कहां ढूंढ रहे हो तुम देन द मोस्ट मार्वल सेंटिमेंट्स आर रिलीज इन द नेक्स्ट लाइन आई हैव रिपीटेड दैट स्टेटमेंट हंड्रेड्स ऑफ टाइम्स जे जोन खोरे जीवे प्रेम बहुरूपे समूह के तुमार यही साड़ी खोता है मुझे ईश्वर जे जोन कोरे जीवे प्रेम व्हाट मार्वलस स्टेटमेंट यू सी शेई शेई चेश्वर ही हु लव्स जीवा जे जोन कोरे जीवे प्रेम यस्टरडे वी सॉ इन मदर्स लाइफ जे जोन कोरे जीवे प्रेम शेई शेई चेश्वर सो दिस इज द मैसेज ऑफ स्वामी जी गॉड इज इन फ्रंट ऑफ यू लिविंग एज मदर फादर गुरु अतिथि as a poor man as a downtrodden as wicked as miserable leaving all this you find try to find that god in your brahma sutra in your gita in your upanishad where is that god he is in front of you can you not see can you not take this as a sadhana this is the method of vedanta in olden days when there was no printing press and paper do you think they will be reading all these upanishads all this thing came from inside is it not the infinite libraries inside you the whole shastras has come out from our own mind our own antakarana so god is there present everywhere one day in belur mat swami ji was sitting early morning swami premanand ji was going to worship with kamandalu in his hand and there was a woman sweeping the steps of belur mat temple suddenly swami ji cried out here is brahman here is brahman can you not see brahman is here itself there was a tremendous transformation in the whole atmosphere the whole area became charged sarsar with the power of swami ji's realization swami premanand ji stood there like a statue on the steps of belurmat temple the woman who was sweeping the steps she became like a painted picture everything became still and silent and there was a wonderful vibration of the drumman the atman in every being after some time suddenly swami ji smiled and told now you can go so that is the service the god which swami ji saw and the service swami ji wanted to render to mankind after all the austerities in the world i have found out one truth there is no god in this world he puts a comma except man look at the expression you see most of the time we try to hoodwink or bypass or overlook these statements because they are not very comfortable for us they are not very easy to practice practice to think that my scavenger is god are you going to accept that tomorrow is going to ask a bonus are you willing to give that bonus increase in the salary to that god immediately god becomes a dog ek kutte chal yahan se but swami ji says if you want to really practice spirituality vedanta must enter into your life every moment and that was the purpose the mission of swami ji's life he says to nivedita and i quoted that letter yesterday the world is in need of those whose life is one burning love self plus in the beginning he says 
my mission indeed can be put into few words and that is to preach unto mankind their inherent divinity and how to make it manifest in every moment of their life worship good chanting stotras good reading shastras good but to practice seeing god in man that is really fantastic and that is the need of the day need need of the hour if america can see god in iraq people in south african people what a transformation it can create once i told in one meeting if the american president can be presented with the complete works of swami vivekananda with this message of advaita vedanta and suppose if his mind catches fire if our own neighboring country whose president came for the cricket match suppose if his mind catches this idea that god is in man what will happen swami ji says you will be struck dumb to find that through everybody's hand you are working through everybody's mouth you are speaking and through everybody's legs you are walking sahasra shirsha purushah to his disciple sharachandra chakravarti he says my son constantly let this idea that you are the atman shivoham shivoham let it resonate and reverberate in your mind again and again after some time all the crookedness of the heart will vanish all the doubts will be cleared and all the misery will cease and then you will find that the god which is inside you is inside everywhere this is the cup of love this is one panacea for all the evils of the society and then when that love comes swami ji says it will be one outpouring love of service jag ki seva jagadish ki seva so where do we want to worship god leaving all these people we want to run into the forest into the cave and swami ji brought that transcendental reality with the extraordinary genius of his own into the day to day life for us brahman the reality is unreal this is actual this actual and that real must combine and mingle to form a wonderful synthesis of practical ved swami ji brought that real into this actual that is transcendental this is phenomenal that transcendental brahman must mingle with the day to day life and swami ji put it in one of the most beautiful orientation of vedanta by telling man himself is god and when you understand that you are god what he will do you pay a very good value and again purchase yourself back and come like that mullah nasruddin who brought his own donkey for a higher price now we can understand what kabir says a samsar hat baniye ki sab jag sode aaye so many experiences are the contractors so they they are asking give me your life give me your mind give me your knowledge and we are constantly paying the price i am like this i am like that chatur mal choguna kina murak mool gavayo so the mooladhana the mool the capital is my own self if i lose myself i will lose god also so this man is the god of vivekananda more and more you approach your god vivekananda or as i approach swami vivekananda who is my god more and more i go near to my god vivekananda i found vivekananda slowly disappearing and i am lifted and kept as god i found i am myself god ultimately perhaps vivekananda will disappear and the god alone will remain i also will disappear and to serve that god is the purpose of our life and this is the message swami ji gave in the rameshwaram which has been put down in the temple entrance he who worships jiva he really worships shiva so that is the god of vivekananda and that is a god swami ji presents to us would you like to worship that god then as soon as you go to your house you will find father has become god 
mother has become god wife has become god husband has become god mrs children have become god the servant has become god everybody has become god and what a tremendous challenge it is going to be but if we are really followers of swami vivekananda we must accept this challenge yes swami ji jay jon kore jive prem she love for jiva swami ji is not uttering the word shiva jay jon kore jive prem can you love man we talk of high philosophies extraordinary theories but when it comes to day to day practical life every moment there is quarrel what happened to that jive prem how easy is it not it seems it is difficult but it is not impossible therefore swami ji again and again he says let this idea enter into your veins enter into your bones till it mingles and rings with every drop of your blood may the fiery power and personality of swami vivekananda inspire us to such higher modes of thinking and living so i feel extremely happy to be here i convey my warm feelings and reverence to revered bhavan ji maharaj to have given this opportunity to come and talk about my own prabhu i am benefited i feel i am blessed and i feel i have become purified my chitta is purified by meditating on this great personalities for this four days so i pray to bhagwan sri ramakrishna swami ji and mother to open the doors of the heart so that we may fulfill the mission for which they have come may we be an instrument in their hands hari om tat sat